Well, it's good to be with you. Welcome to our last deep dive in It Runs in the Family uh, series. So uh, we're beginning a new series on Galatians. We'll talk about it at the end. Uh, But we are finishing up our One Another series about what runs in the family. I'm Terry, and this is Dan. And Dan's our campus pastor at Mid-Rivers. I'm kind of the pastor over all of Calvary. It's kind of a crazy, sometimes confusing situation. People are like, what do you do? I've heard, like, vacations have been terribly like um, disorienting for people. For people. Like, oh, I know. Where'd Terry go? <laughs> yeah. like, he's resting. This is I good. Would, well, um, we, yeah, having COVID and being quarantined for three weeks didn't didn't help. It, it feels has like been I've a been summer away. like that. It's oh been just goodness. a very weird summer of uh, yeah. being away, but that's sickness yeah. runs in the family. That's what happens sometimes, <laughs> and COVID can run uh, in the family. And we've been just looking yeah. at things that run in the church family. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just going to, for you, kind of as campus pastor, you know, we have our Calvary values and things that we want to see yeah. throughout all our campuses. What do you see at Mid-River? Yeah. What would you love to see run in the family? Yeah, I I, I love that question um, because the series for me, each each uh, each lesson, each teaching has been a chance to be reminded of, of who we are at our core mm-hmm. as the church. Um, but that phrase being repeated, one another, that's the thing that's sticking with me, I think, the most. And that's the thing that I want to see here the most. Like, I want us to have a, a one another culture. I want us to – it's actually a reason I, I – kind of loved Calvary mm. even before landing here um, in ministry. Calvary is a place where people are known by their first and last name. Um, it's a place where people's stories are kept pretty well, like between each other. Um, and I, I don't want to see that culture change. Right. I'd love to see it advance. I think that um, like it, the year 2030, what should Calvary Church at Mid-Rivers Campus B. It should be a one another place. It should be a place where people are able to enter the stream, be loved, you know, find, follow Jesus to borrow our friend's language from down the street. Um, And so in terms of what should run in our family, uh, what am I taking away and what do I want to see in the future? I want to see us have a one another culture. Yeah. I think that's that word family. That's the same thing. And that's what's hard, you know, something as a large church with a small church feel, mm. like how do you mm-hmm. balance those things as opposed to a, you know, a larger setting where you yeah. kind of come in and, and leave and hide. And I know actually, you know, some people, they gravitate to a larger church initially because for some reason they need to heal or they want to mm-hmm. hide or, you know, they need them and God to do some things. But eventually people want relationships. And I think Post pandemic, that's what people hunger for more, right? That they want. Okay, I'm. I can watch a teaching. I can watch music. I can watch a YouTube video at home, but I can't get that yeah. connection. Any that for me, you know, I think <laughs> I always think it's the odd ones. The the kind of the one another's that I think are so important. I'm always intrigued with are, mm. are the bearing with and forgiving. Mm. And mm. because I think that's part of the hallmark of the Christian mm. life is that we have grace for yeah. one another. And I think that's what's so difficult. And people want, I think, in our culture, the perfect church and the perfect family. They want the perfect one another. And it's hard. It is. You know, just understanding, listening, loving, learning, yeah. serving. And I think in our cancel culture, we're very easy just to cancel things instead of say, okay, Mm. I really need to listen. I want to help. I want to understand. I want to share. I want to learn. Mm. I want us to to struggle a bit because there is a sense of struggle to do that. 
I have a thought on that. And I, this is maybe more from my own journey and me projecting yeah. a little bit. Um, but I, I have with friends in that I've heard uh, this at least be affirmed, if not echoed, that um, so many things that, this, that Scripture teaches us about these one another's, uh, especially bear with and forgive, um, I think sometimes we're tempted to approach those as uh, points in time. Right. Rather yeah. than um, rather than like a way of life that we're to learn, um, I, I I don't know if that's a cultural difference between then and now. But I, what I see in in scripture and what I've seen in these one and others is this is to be a way of life among us. And so forgiving is a very different perspective than just forgive. Right. Because uh, I will f- right. forgive a moment, sure, but living forgiving that changes the way. Um, we relate to each other. It changes our perspective. I, I think we're talking about prayer yeah. today. It changes how we pray for each other. It, <laughs> and I think, you know, that's where th- it's our own identity, right? We are not, you're right, not just to forgive a moment in time. We're to yes. be forgivers. That's yes. our new nature. Am, am forgiven. I known as a gracious person yeah. is the core yeah. of the question. That's hard because that challenges so many things in my identity that some things that have brought me success in life. Some things that I come by naturally, like a sense of impatience, may not may not help me live these one and others. Right. But it may be valued in other settings. Um, so yeah, I, I've really, again, I've just really appreciated the the forward looking perspective on this. I think it addresses so many things in our culture too. Uh, you mentioned the pandemic, rightly so. It's kind of a flashpoint that's revealed so many things that are real and true but have been brewing for so, so long. I was reminded in a podcast about uh, the rise of the internet <laughs> was like less than 15 years ago in terms of mass, the way that we oh. get information and share stories. And that's not a long time. You I know? didn't have a smartphone when we moved yes. here yes. 12 years ago. I, like I, <laughs> Same boat. I, so. I remember dial-up coming from the library into our house in middle school. Yeah. But even the the advent of the internet and its effect, it's so escalated. So our our relationships have these constant temptations to be so thin and to to be so, um, let's just say, not one another oriented. And so I love that Scripture calls us in this cultural moment to be something that... um, Something that we need, Jesus, we need the Spirit, we need the Father working in our lives to yeah. become these things. Yeah, we can't do it ourselves. I agree. And that's where, it, you know, one of the things we're going to be talking about through the coming next 18 months is really our growth guide and helping people take their next spiritual steps and and I'm what excited. does it mean to grow. And yes. one of the things, as we've been kind of finessing that and making some Take changes, your growth guide. Do your yeah, growth guide. You and when you hear about it in January... <laughs> We want to know. We We want you to do do it. it. We're going to do it, too. We're doing it. I'm doing it. Um, Is we've made some changes to it, updated it, as we should. And that's one of the things to make sure there's more interrelationship, you know, that part of our spiritual growth Mm -hmm. and journey is vertical, obviously, with Christ, but the horizontal. And and this, to me, is what what struck me this Mm -hmm. weekend. We're talking about bearing one another's burdens and prayer, which... Um, you know, there's different ways to bear burdens, but prayer is one of them mm-hmm. as well. And do we help people pray? Mm-hmm. Um, in Galatians chapter 6, uh, Paul says, Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore the person gently, but watch yourself or you'll be tempted. Carry each other's burdens in this way. You'll fulfill the law of Christ. And, 
you know, that's one of the things we talked about. You who live by the Spirit, other translations are you who are spiritual. Mm. And, uh, you know, I think Paul here gives us a glimpse into why we should grow spiritually. Mm. And we talk a lot about spiritual growth, but don't often give the why behind it. It's mm. like, well, you should. You're a, Christian, you're a believer. That's our business. That's our that, business. That's what yeah, we do. yeah, that's yeah. what we, we're, sure. we're here for. But Paul really gives us insight. Like, yeah. other people need mm. our spiritual maturity. I need your spiritual maturity and growth because there may be a burden I'm going to need you to help bear and vice versa. And uh, I think, you know, that to me flips the script on me. People are Mm. relying on me growing and nurturing my faith to be able to help them at a point where they need to carry a burden. Okay, I love that. that, That's a – my brain's doing this because that isn't a perspective someone's shared – but we, we know that in every other way. We know that, like, the St. Louis Cardinals are only as good as every member on the team together. Right. Um, I do think that at times I have, in, in my Christian journey, just hoped that others are spiritual enough <laughs> to help me along. Right. And I love that shared responsibility. Um, we have, uh, in many ways, different callings or shared callings that, that scatter, you know, our Calvary Church our, our whole family throughout this area, um, and that's a gift. Our maturity is a benefit to each other, even more so maybe we depend on that more than we'd like to admit. Sure. That's actually sure. a very vulnerable thing to say, my my um, spiritual growth depends on your maturity. Sure, that, sure. I like that, though. I think that's right. And I think we do that intuitively, right? Because yeah, mm. sometimes mm-hmm. we look for somewhat, you know, when we have mm-hmm. a burden, something to bear, uh, we look for people, you yeah. know, who's going to help us? Who's going to help me understand spiritually? Who's going to help me understand what is God doing? Why is God not working in the way mm-hmm. that he seems? And then, you know, as we talked this weekend, how to lead us yeah. into prayer. Mm. Um, and it, again, it's the one another. It's not like, oh, you've got the spiritual group and the unspiritual. Yeah. It's a one another. Like, oh, that's good. I need that. That's really good. Right. Yes. And, the, the, you know, sometimes we need to exercise our spiritual growth in helping yeah. people. If we, you know, Paul talks about love builds up, but knowledge puffs up. If I'm just got spiritual knowledge just mm. for me, I need to exercise that in love with so true. one another. And it is that one another. So do you see in this passage then, um, bear one another's burdens, you know, uh, those, those who are led by the Spirit, bear one another's burdens in a spirit of gentleness, um, being careful not to be tempted. So there are, these, there are these markers maybe of spiritual growth looks like you can almost be closer to the messes around you, the brokenness of the world in Jesus' name. You can help with that. You can bring peace and joy and love there. And in the same moment, have enough character, the outcomes of these things mm-hmm. is enough character that we don't fall into temptation ourselves. Right. And, um, now, I just used a bunch of words that I don't love because <laughs> I just took it like from what I really feel into these objective words. I, what I mean is that sense of even I may not be enough for the moment, but Christ right. in me is enough. Yes. And, and in that, I can, I can compassionately be present and, and love and... Um, also fulfill my sense of what God has called me to be. Yeah, I think built into the one another's, and and this has really struck me through this season, this summer. Um, 
is is inherent humility. In order mm. to do this, there's humility. Yeah. Um, because it's not again one group who's doing something to another group. Yeah. It's in you know who's gonna am I gonna allow someone to bear my burden so I can bear someone else's yeah. burden? There's a mutuality in these that's so important, and I, and I think it's that that Paul is getting at it. You know that first verse yeah. about you who are spiritual, who are growing, who are walking by the Spirit, do it in a sense of humility lest you become tempted. Because I think it's like, well, I know the answer, and I Mm -hmm. can do it, and I'm above Mm -hmm. that. It's like, oh, poor you and what you did. Mm -hmm. But I'm above that. That's, you know, be careful that you stand lest you fall. That's when you kind of get in trouble. One of my favorite authors, uh, Walt Mueller, he's got a great um, Center for Parent Youth Understanding website and blog, cpyu.org. If you happen to be a parent of teenagers, (laughs) I recommend it. Um, One of his most repeated phrases in the season where I was really checking in on him. Mm. Um, he would often say there, but for the grace of God, go exactly. I. And I, I do think any, any maturity that I've um, experienced in, in this walk, that has been an accompanying awareness. Um, often I become more aware of my own faults right. in, in that grace comes even stronger, um, which allows me then to sit with others and to, help others and, and that. And that's something I very much enjoyed about pastoring. But I, I also really appreciate that internally you have never turned this series into, okay, so everyone on my team, we have to bear everyone's burdens. I, you've, you've very, um, I think very appropriately kept this focused on, the, on our church, church family. Yeah. We, we have to bear one another's burdens, and that, that's the spirit of the letter. And um, yeah, I... Uh, Somebody wants to join our call. Yeah, yeah. they well, uh, they have a thought. Um, no, <laughs> I'm, I'm just. Playing. It's my sister continually pocket dials. <laughs> is it really? <laughs> yes. What's her name? Her we'll name is. Out. Yeah, I'm not going to do that to her. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. So now my other sister Almost will be upset. <laughs> this this is uh, one of my yeah. favorite deep dive yeah. episodes ever. Um, yeah, I just appreciate that. I do think that's the right the spirit of the letter to Galatians. Um, and that's the character of the church. And I, I think in a lot of ways that illustrates the point. Like, um, these are to run in our family. And my family spaghetti recipes run. Oh, okay. um, I have a strong Italian roots uh, on my mom's side. And it's really interesting. Um, my grandma, my mom, my sister, myself, uh, both my sisters, each of us has a little tweak on the sauce, the zugu. Oh, okay. But the, the, the character of it and the love for it and the sharing of it, that really runs in our sure. family. So everyone's got their own brand, but this is what our family does. Um, I love, uh, maybe as a metaphor, that same thing. Every person has a different temperament, but the calling remains the same. Be present for each other. Um, grow in the spirit mm-hmm. to the point that we can bear with, pray for walk with each other. That's, that's what's on my mind as, as I'm processing, um, you know, this, this last right. piece of this series. Right. You know, Paul here, as we talked about this weekend, you know, there's two kinds of, of burdens in a sense there, you know, he talks about, we have to carry our own load, hmm. you know, that there are things we have, you know, I'm a dad, yeah. I'm a husband, I'm a pastor. There's, yes. there's work and loads that we have, but then there are these over and above, Mm-hmm. burdens that we get to share. So I, I, I'm going to ask you in a moment, you know, yes. have you experienced that or what have you seen people bear burdens in, in the church mm-hmm. um, or in your life? I mean, I just remember, mm-hmm. 
you, you know, certain times in, in my life, I think particularly, um, I remember the day our son died and uh, a couple people coming to the hospital and, you know, it's a very private, tender moment. It's a very personal moment. And it was the first time we could hold him. He was dying mm. in our arms. It was such a tragedy. Um, but people came and, you know, several people, a couple of them helped Chantel bathe him, you know, after it was a very spiritual moment, I think, mm. for her. Um, you know, a couple guys that uh, I know, they just came and wept. They hardly said maybe 10 words. Uh, but they were just there to bear it, bear that, you, you know, and to not have to do it alone. Because I think sometimes we want to do it alone. Like, I, well, I'm the pastor. I don't need anybody, mm. right? It's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I should be the one. And that's, to me, the challenge of the mm. one another is that we often think, and I hear this from people, I should be the one helping. Mm. Well, no, it's a one another. I agree. In order to be the one you have to have been yeah. carried and helped. And Was that for. first or second Corinthians where, where Paul writes about the encouragement that you've received See, yes, now allows you to yeah. encourage others? others. Um, I think that's right. I, I think that um, I'm just old enough that I've observed a lot of trends, and I'm from this area, so um, evangelicalism and Christianity has really been an amazing feature of life here. Um, but... There are there have been moments where a lot of that seems to have been shaped not just toward pastors but toward parishioners, um, you know that that you become strong enough to carry your own burdens. Right, and I, I think this is just a wonderful reminder that that really isn't the injunction, that no. isn't the call. Um, I, I I like that in Scripture we see um, not a a weakening of each other. We, we aren't considered to be powerless, um, right. but also not an exalting of each other. We're not considered to be all-powerful. And so when Paul says, carry his own load, I, Brad left us some notes. Shout out to yeah. Brad Aslan. Um, that phrase, he, he posed it this way as he looked into it, that, um, you know, what good is a cargo ship if it doesn't carry any freight? Um, similarly, I, I have responsibility yeah. in my life. I have things that I'm, you know, called to. So what good is it if I don't exercise those? But in that, that's not an invitation to see myself as more than I am. It's not this, um, there shouldn't be a lean toward isolation. There should be a lean into community. Um, Oddly enough, uh, grief was on my mind, that question. Mm, Yeah. Uh, How have I uh, experienced others bearing burdens uh, with me? And um, interestingly, uh, one of my very best friend in all of life. He passed away four Mm -hmm. years ago. And it was a really interesting thing uh, because you actually were over that memorial service. And even in that experience uh, of grief as well, um, a different kind of tragedy, a different kind of experience, a different connection for me. Uh, But the way that believers were able to come around and encourage grief and sit with grief and years later process grief still. Um, that's been a gift. I, I would also say for me, I, I'm incredibly grateful to the Christian community um, in the ways I've been able to serve the church. It's really yeah. been an exercise of the church in, in allowing me to grow into those. Um, I didn't want to be a pastor. I didn't intend to. That didn't come online until my late 20s, and even then I didn't know what I'd want to do with that. Um, and 
So in pursuing the sense of calling, what I found is friendship along the way that has inspired and encouraged. Um, so whatever responsibility I carry, I don't, I'm very aware, like I don't right. carry that in isolation from the church that has nurtured me, uh, both across town and, and here at Calvary. So I, I'm profoundly grateful. Um, last thing I'll say, my wife has a ton of fun. And um, at moments that have been hard, we've found our church to be the most constant. Um, and at times when life's really good, we've also also found our, our, our church family to be the most celebratory mm-hmm. along with us. So... Um, those have been my experiences and kind of some yeah. broad strokes, but yeah. thank you for the yeah. question. Yeah, we need community around, both in the highs and lows. Yeah, and the development life. and the, you know, the successes or the brewing whatevers. I, I think we of the need people to be present. who bore the burden of my early sermons. Like, <laughs> a lot. I'm like, man. Comment below. No, read, yeah, no, there you go. Just kidding. Um, so one of the other things, you know, we kind of merge that bearing one another's with, you know, James's exhortation to pray for each other. Mm. You know, if you're happy, if Mm. you're sick, if you need, you know, come to the elders, come to people uh, and pray in the prayer of faith. And one of the ways that we help to bear burdens through prayer Mm -hmm. is through prayer, through lifting. And I think there's a connection of you know, why do we grow spiritually? That that part of us is is to help us understand the mystery of prayer and to help mm. others mm. focus on prayer. I mm-hmm. think in our culture, we're so quick mm. to want to solve problems. I would, you know, someone tells me, I was like, mm. I got to fix it, right? We're mm-hmm. fixers. As opposed to, do we help people just sit before the Father mm. and sit with Jesus? And, you know, merging that with the Ephesians passage of, Paul remind us we are seated in the yeah. heavenlies. We are there, who we are, that maybe some of the challenges mm. we face would we would approach differently if we really understood who we are and yeah. someone really helped us pray. Okay. This is another kind of cool moment, at least yeah. internally. What's what I'm hearing and what I'm processing reminds me of um, what Christ came to do to be a sympathetic high yeah. priest that would you know, uh, draw us into God's presence with him, that he would be akin to a brother who would lead us in procession, um, that he would, uh, to borrow, I'm borrowing some of these metaphors mm-hmm. from he- Hebrews, uh, at one point it says that he would be, be like us in every way, right. yeah. that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest. If that's Christ's purpose, goal, mission, the character of his ministry, um, maybe we get it wrong when we don't try to yeah. take on that same character that my my success is is us both sitting in the presence of the Father together. Right. That right. um, you know, with between seats within the church and community and our even our tailgate coming or, or from this past weekend, you know, that we um I don't know, that we spend not just time together, but we spend ourselves mm-hmm. uh, for each other. Yeah, if that's fair. And that's what, you know. I think there, you know, we started with love one another, which you know I think in scripture is always the overarching theme, and then some of these others are ways that we love. But there is a sense of serving and encouraging yep. that comes with bearing burdens and mm-hmm. praying with one another. There, mm-hmm. There's an overlap. There's not like, oh, well, now I'm serving. Oh, mm-hmm. now I've switched to bearing your burden. There's an overlap of love mm-hmm. with them. But that's that part of the body is just walking with people, being with them, being what they need. And, and 
you know, that's the Christ in me mm-hmm. is ministering to Christ hmm. in you. Do you remember in the pandemic, all of the, we did one, where the, the singing videos, yeah, yeah, where yeah. A, a voice would pop up with a face and then another, yeah. and eventually there'd be a collage and a, a full screen of voices singing. Um, what you're saying reminds me of that. Uh, for me, so much of prayer, at least as I've been instructed, has often been toward my almost a solo act. I should become better at praying. And what I'm hearing is I should become I should grow in a concert of prayer with others. Right. That there's this sense yeah. that even as we go apart from each other throughout the week, that um, my prayers and your prayers and our friends' prayers are um, are a, a kind of concert, almost as if the Father sees the voices popping up right. and he sees his, his body bearing each other's burdens, lifting each other up in his name to his throne um, because of love, and, and yet individual voices being spent for each other is really a, a beautiful thing. It's the kind of song, it seems, that Christ right. came to orchestrate. And that, you know, to go to that James passage, there, a number of times James talks about prayer, and all the time he uses kind of the the same word or root word or diminutive uh, of the word um, prosukesko, and which is the idea is that we're we're being before the Father, presenting our wishes, our mm. desires to Him, in the process of exchanging them for His mm. desires. There's this transfer in mm. prayer, which David mm. writes Psalm 37: "Delight yourself in the Lord, and He'll give you the desires mm. of your heart." So there's something about in delighting, mm. our desires become His desire, which is part of sitting together in prayer. Uh, and and doing that, and as, I love that sense of exchange. Mm. You know that that's we would like to rush in prayer, but not sit mm. in prayer. And what is God? What here's my heart? Here's my wishes. You know, Jesus did that. You yeah. know, take this from me. Um, but really, learning to sit. And I think we who are spiritual helping people do that's mm. pretty powerful. And I think those who are spiritual helping us do that. I think. Yeah. I think one of the things that, um, one of the ways that I, I, maybe not as mature as I'd like to be, J- James, wasn't he the one who was known for like having calloused yeah, knees, yeah. like camel almost knees. like a camel? Yeah. I wonder, um, not not I wonder, I know, like that's a way I, I need need those who know that lesson better that yeah. I need to grow. Um, I'm prone to rush. I'm prone to, to you know, uh, get the kids to school, we, you know, come into the <laughs> office, get, get going on things. Um, and yet the sweetest moments aren't when stuff's getting done. The sweetest moments is a presence of an awareness of the presence of Christ and sharing that right. with others in the middle of whether it's the work or time at home or time with friends. Uh, there really is a, a next level. There's something special, uh, an elevation of of what it means to be in community when that spirit of pray for one another is is present, and it can take on all tones. It can be a whole lot of fun. It can be very you know very deep grief, um, but it there's something different when Christians are together uh, spiritually, uh, and something really beautiful and, and true uh, and unique. Right. And just waiting on guys, mm. you know, the early church, 10 days, they waited, you know, in mm. the upper room and prayed and were, yeah, I'm the same. I'm very impatient. And so sure. to really do that. And and then James, he at one, one of those moments, you know, the prayer, talking about the prayer of a righteous person, the mm-hmm. prayer of Elijah, 
he uses this other word, deasis, which is mm. a really a strong burden, like an unusual mm. something that's specifically heavy mm. that you know that we need people to bear. You know, there's specifically heavy things. You know, we can spend our life trying to match our desires with God's, but the moments there's specifically mm. heavy things yeah. that we need people to pray. And I, I yeah. wish you, you know, I, I'm always amazed. I'm always amazed. People have big, heavy things, but they don't want people to pray. They're too ashamed. You know, mm. I should deal with that. I don't need help. I don't mm. want to do that. And, you know, we have an opportunity week after week. People can have someone pray for them. They can go to our prayer room. Um, but people carry those heavy things instead of letting others help yeah. to, to shoulder that burden yeah. through prayer. Mm. So challenging. Yeah, so the outcome should be that, you know, we, we seek each other out. We pray more together uh, across all yeah. sorts of lines and, and that we each take initiative for being people who bear each other's burdens and pray for and each pray other. For them. Yeah. yeah. I love it when I see people in the, in the lobby or different places or, you know, sitting in the seat somewhere, just praying for others. It's, it's like, cool. that's great. That's what it should be. That's what should run in our family is uh, we do that. Well, next week, uh, if, if you want more information, uh, you know, calvary.church uh, slash uh, it runs in the family and yep. resources. Uh, next yep. week, uh, we begin a brand new series on Galatians. So I'm excited about that. So and we can forget about each other we and can, we can start getting back to Bible, <laughs> Bible study. I'm and we're going to spend three it's months so walking through that. So I'm excited. Dan, thanks. Thanks Love for being here. Thank I can't you. wait either. Have Thank a great you. week. God bless. Thanks for listening to The Deep Dive, a Calvary Church Media Productions podcast. Be sure to subscribe and leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts.